Welcome to the Tell Your Story podcast. Your story has the power to bring healing, inspiration, and joy. So what are you waiting for? Tell your story. Welcome back, Tellers. Today, I'm sitting here with Don and Cindy Bussy. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Yeah, glad to be here. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourselves, like uh, where you're from and all of that. Okay. Well, I'm Cindy, and I'm originally from Denton, Texas, but have been with, in Louisiana for 40, 40 years. 40 mm-hmm. years. 40 years. Actually, Close longer. Enough. Longer. I'm now Louisianian. <laughs> Well, I'm Don. I was uh, born in Colorado, and uh, my father was in the Air Force, so we traveled a good bit, and uh, all around the states and overseas, and he was stationed here at Barksdale Air Force Base, and that's how we ended up in Bossier City and the Shreveport area. Back, that was 1972, so I've been here for a long time, (laughs) so Louisiana is home. Yeah, is there a certain year that happens, like you switch over and you start, you know, eating king cake and stuff and it just well, happens? King cake, <laughs> the king cake just happened for me this year. <laughs> well, if there's one sitting there, you have to have a nibble for sure. <laughs> no, it did dawn on me one, one day thinking, because, you know, we Texans, we're so extremely proud of our state, yes. and obnoxiously so, but we're so proud of Texas, that I thought, oh, I will never, you know, I'll always be from Texas, yeah. from Texan. And then there was one point when I realized, whoa, I've lived here longer than I lived in Texas, so I am a Louisiana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. So how long have you been married? 41 years in April. That's Got right. it. <laughs> yeah. She's been trained. <laughs> and how and when did you meet? I met Cindy. She was in Texas, and I was in college, and a buddy of mine and I were driving through Denton where Cindy was living to see a mutual friend on the way down to Waco to see another mutual friend. <laughs> but anyway, in Denton, when we stopped to see uh, our friend Steve, his girlfriend, Karen and Cindy are best friends. Okay. And so they were all together at the house and that's where I first met Cindy. Okay, mm-hmm. That was I think seven, 1976, 77, something like that. Yeah. So. Was that love at first sight? Was that then? No. <laughs> Not love at first sight, but maybe just a little intrigue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, he, uh, I met him then, and then after that, it did turn into love for you. Well, not right away, but it it did, uh, as I would come back and forth to Denton to visit Steve, my buddy. Mm-hmm. He was in know, Louisiana Tech. I, I was, right? Yeah, I was here in Louisiana going to Louisiana Tech yeah. in Ruston. And uh, so I would, on long weekends or holiday weeks, I'd usually end up taking a run over to Denton to see my friend. And uh, Cindy and Karen were always sort of in uh-huh. the mix. <laughs> They're and <all> so... There. <laughs> That's when the intrigue started to develop in my mm-hmm. mind a little bit differently, but I don't think it did in hers no. until last week. <laughs> Just now. <laughs> now you got those kids out of here. <laughs> she likes you a little bit. <laughs> he pursued me. We always 
someone will ask about our marriage, and mm-hmm. I'll say, no, was it made in heaven? I said, mm-hmm. yes, it was a marriage made in heaven because it wasn't my idea. Oh. <laughs> I, he pursued me for four years. I was not interested in that. Oh, dying. wow. No, I was not. I liked him. I mean, I liked him as a friend, but I was not interested in dating oh. him. But he was so persistent. He yeah. would just drive me. He'd send me flowers. Anytime he would come through, he'd have to go through Tyler, Texas, and he'd pick up flowers and get bring to me. Or he'd call me every Tuesday night after 11 o'clock because it was long distance uh-huh. before cell phones things. And I just thought, he did everything you'd want mm-hmm. a boyfriend to do. But I thought, if I see another rose, I think I'm going to scream. Wow. <laughs> so you had friend-zoned him. You're just like, this is not the guy yes. for me. Owned him, but I always liked Don. Mm-hmm. But um, well, she wrote me a dear John letter one time. Yeah, oh my, <laughs> oh no. So it I, was very nice. It was a very nice was, letter, but I basically ignored, ignored it. it. Uh, so you just kept going. I just kept going. So you were trying to tell him, no, I'm not interested. I appreciate it, but no. It was, yes, it was one. Of, it was a very nice. Yeah letter yeah it wasn't even really a dear john as such since we really hadn't dated <laughs> right any, but, but it was i'm attempting to put some distance between us letter <laughs> yes and i ignored it because i didn't want any distance between. but during that you said four years during that time did you have a boyfriend at all was he uh-huh. still I, well i dated i dated quite a bit okay in, in college and uh and i remember one of your questions i that you i know that you're going to be mm-hmm. asking this was when did it start to change? Mm-hmm. Well, I, the one thing for me, now with Don, I thought he was a terrific guy. I just wasn't interested. Yeah. But what what changed for me was the fact that I remember uh, going out with this guy. This just sounds so corny. You probably will edit this one out. <laughs> uh, and I remember it was a Tuesday, and I knew Don was going to call that night because he called mm. every Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd gone out on a date with this guy, and we'd gone out two or three times. And I remember he brought me back to my house. I was living at my parents' house at the time. Uh, he brought me back to the house, and uh, we're sitting in the car about, and I was about to get out. And he looked at me and he said, "I think we need to start studying the Bible together." And I just remember thinking, "I don't want to study the Bible with you." <laughs> That was that was moving too fast for me okay. at that time. I went in. Don called, and there was some silly conversation he was having. Now, one, I'll back up a little bit. I did always recognize and loved the Jesus in Don. Mm-hmm. I was attracted to that. Yeah, always the whole time. I mean, I was attracted to that. And so that conversation, something came up, and Don said, "I bet I can read Genesis before you can." I mean, I can, and I just, there was just something about the way he approached stuff, and I got tickled, yeah. and I just thought, this is who I'm just comfortable with. This mm. is who, but I, it started changing for me um, a little bit after that, and then when my grandfather died, uh, that was the first death in my family. I remember it really having an effect on me, mm-hmm. and uh, and Don was just there. I mean, he, he was just there, and his, his whole approach to Everything it was just a covering. I felt mm-hmm. when Don was there, yeah. and so it 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 did change. It did change. And then the last thing that really sealed the deal was we'd gone to a party at the lake. We were my family had a sailboat, and we were having a party at the lake. And my best friend mm-hmm. and her husband were coming, and Don happened to be passing through. Mm-hmm. So 
I had to invite him to the party. You know? but, yeah, right. But I just made sure that I asked the best looking guy I knew to go with me, which I did. And uh, Don was the, later on that evening at home, I remember thinking, why wasn't Don, Don didn't act bothered by that guy at all. Why didn't, how come he didn't act jealous or how come he didn't, and I'm thinking, Cindy, why are you bothered that Don didn't, <laughs> was so nice and thoughtful to this man? Mm -hmm. And I just knew then, you know, I just yeah. knew. But it, but to be very, very just open and honest about it, I just, I fell in love with Jesus with Don, mm -hmm. with Jesus and Don. All we see it is a quiet strength he has about him. So, yeah. What kept you going all those years to keep pursuing her? I just, I knew what I wanted. I knew that. I wanted her in my life and even I guess it was probably after three years of this four-year saga <laughs> uh, I was getting a little weary or disappointed that it mm -hmm. wasn't starting to be reciprocated the way I thought I'd like to see it yeah. and so I was just praying one day and in the word and and uh, and I was reading through Romans and the the Lord just showed me a, a rhema verse that spoke to me, mm -hmm. you know, and it was a simple verse. It just said, if you hope for what you do not yet have, you wait for it patiently. Mm -hmm. And that's really all that I needed because that, that was a more than just a written word. It was that, that spoken word that got me, yeah. you know, it spoke straight to my heart. And so from that point on, I really didn't have any more issues with her dating all the handsome guys and <laughs> going to the lake and having parties and all that sort yeah. of thing. And and uh, I just knew it will happen. Mm -hmm. It will happen in God's timing. And so I, then I, I didn't worry about it at all. I just, wow. just kind of kept plugging away. But knowing down in my knower that yeah. something good was going was gonna to happen. I didn't tell her. Right. To his mm -hmm. credit, he did not tell I, I didn't me. Want to which tell was her because that. that would I would have thought, yeah, yeah he threw the God the God card out on me. Right, but right. no, uh -huh. he, yeah, he did. That was just between me and him. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So when y'all actually got together, did your family's friends approve? Now, my uh, my my stepdad had passed away when I was a senior in high school, so he wasn't around during any of this. My mom was always a little. Are you going over to Texas again? <laughs> Is this girl? Are you mm, sure about this girl? Because she she had never met Cindy. Okay. So from a mama's perspective, she was, you know, I'm sure she felt like I was getting snookered in some way mm -hmm. or uh, taken advantage of or whatever. But once she met Cindy, she fell in love with her. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it, it was perfect. And my parents. And they all liked Don very much, but they were a little concerned, I think, because I had had such a change of heart. Because uh -huh. here they seen this man coming, you know, yeah. these years to visit, and and I just didn't show any interest particularly. And then all of us, and a lot of my friends were married. We didn't get married. We we were out of college when we got married. Mm -hmm. So I was what twenty three, you know. So uh, so some of my friends have got had already gotten married. So I think they thought at first. Uh oh, she's doing oh. it just because her friends are, right. you know. But I mean, I knew, yeah. I knew, mm -hmm. you knew. So, what obstacles did you face, like dating wise? Was there anything when you dated? <laughs> well, the biggest obstacle was we really didn't date because oh. she wouldn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> she, she, 
I guess I could say my date was every Tuesday night at 1101 <laughs> when the rates dropped on, on AT&T Ma Bell system. This is the old days of rotary phone. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I would, when I would go over to see my friend Steve, I always want to try to see Cindy and mm-hmm. try to do something. And well, we did a few things, you know, we'd yeah, go out to a fair around, or, you know. you know, yeah, hang around and stuff, but we really didn't do the whole courtship thing really was, it was a, a, a long distance thing and it, we didn't really have an established dating pattern. We started uh, when we realized we were, you know, I was interested. We were both interested in each other. We did go to work. Don had t- taken a job at uh, Brookhaven Camp, which is a church camp. It was at the mm-hmm. time was, uh, uh, what's the name of the Hawkins, Texas, Hawkins, Texas, who, uh, James, it was part of the James Robinson James ministry Robinson ministry. Back in the 80s. Anyway, but we both went as counselors, and uh, I remember sitting with all the counselors the week or two before the, you know, campers came, and mm-hmm. and they were all given their reasons and for coming, and mm-hmm. and uh, they were all. It was about to be my turn, and they're and they're saying things like, "Well, we prayed about this. I prayed about this, and where God wants me, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing." And I'm thinking. I just came to see whether I wanted to date Don or not. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, no, what am I going to say? So I'm sure I came up with something really yeah. spiritual <laughs> of course. by that time. <laughs> but so we did cool. we did spend the summer, you know, mm-hmm. we were together that summer, even though we weren't supposed to date as counselors. But right. we got to really, you know, to know each other even more. Mm-hmm. And actually, he actually proposed to me at that camp. So, uh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Wow! So you weren't allowed to date. Yeah, part of the you weren't allowed to date as counselors. Yeah. So one day we were we had back sink detail cleaning up the kitchen after maybe cleaning up the kitchen after the the meal we fed all the campers. Yeah. And so uh, I had the broom and she had the scooper and I just swept right up to her and said, "Would you marry me?" And she said, "Yes." Yes. And we just kept sweeping. No <laughs> way. <laughs> what? Couldn't wow. kiss either, so we had to sneak a kiss later when somebody wasn't looking. <laughs> so, well, how long were you engaged? Well, was that July, probably, when we became engaged? Uh-huh. Uh, and we got married in, in April. In April. Okay, About so nine, you had a little while to... Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh-huh. okay. so we got married in April. And then I... I left the Dallas area on my job and was traveling for several weeks, you know, so I was gone mm. and uh, Cindy was really back kind of doing a lot of the wedding planning and stuff because yeah. I was, I was gone for mm-hmm. three or four months, mm-hmm. you know, so mm. again, we were back to a long distance relationship. <laughs> Did that shock you at all? Like when he asked you to marry him, you were just like, I'm all in. So this is what it is. <laughs> I don't remember. I think I was shocked at the place where he proposed to me. <laughs> I was a little shocked by that. Uh, no, I don't mm. think. I think we both knew it was leading towards that. Yeah, it, it really, we really did. And I, and I think I even knew. I say I jokingly say it was at the camp just to get to see if I liked him or not. Right. I liked him. I wouldn't have spent the summer at the camp yeah. that way. <laughs> so. Did you uh, do marriage counseling? Were you able to do that? You no. know, we we didn't, and I don't know. Uh, 
we were discussing that. We didn't really have marriage counseling, mm. such, but we were in a unique position because Don's, um, well, we were out of college, which I only say that because we did have friends who were married. We had friends mm-hmm. who were in ministry. You know, they were, and our friends were really strong. Chris, they had really strong marriages. So yeah. you learn a lot, just you glean a lot from that, mm-hmm. too. Just hanging around because my, one of my spiritual mentors and, and a good friend of mine, you know, he was married with mm-hmm. children. And so I saw, you know, the family structure and the family working and the marriage relationship. And, and it, what I saw was done right and it mm-hmm. was good, you know, and, and I don't know that there was really a whole lot of emphasis placed on marriage counseling way back then, mm-hmm. like there is today, right. you know, I don't, know, I don't even really remember people Saying discussing that with us mm-hmm. or with me. You know, uh, as a consideration, yeah. I yeah. just kind of just jumped in. And, and I honestly don't remember friends talking about having uh-huh. gone. And, uh-huh. they, and they may have. I don't know. But I really, like Don yeah. said, I don't think it was quite as big of a push. You yeah. know, I mean, it's wise to do it, obviously. You know. You well, know. our friends saw how perfect we are and knew that we did <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> That must have been That's it. what it is. <laughs> um, so is the first year of marriage as difficult as people say? Was it like that for you guys? It was a little tough, I think, for Cindy and somewhat for me, too, just because I was in a new job down in a new city. And so just trying to learn, you know, my responsibilities at work, which Mm -hmm. was kind of weird. And then I have a wife at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you're juggling a few more irons in the fire and trying to make sure you do everything right. Mm -hmm. And I think for Cindy... It, a, a little difficult because not only did I marry her, but I moved her away from home. Right. And so she's kind of down there sort of by herself because she wasn't working when I was gone all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of time on her hands to think about what she had just done. <laughs> I think, well, well, yeah. And it was, I had moved, um, I mean, I had, I had lived in apartments in, in Dallas and things like that, but as far as moving away from my family, just yeah. that area. And so, uh, and I did not work. I had just got my degree in December, and it was in a, um, speech therapy. So I've been in the education. Mm-hmm. I've been in a, a school system. But when we moved to San Antonio, it was a, such a huge city. Yeah. I was a little overwhelmed and didn't know the city. So I didn't just jump into working first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you learn hindsight. You think, hmm, that might have been a good thing for me just to get some yeah. contact with people. And we also did not join a church right off the bat. We visited churches, which is what you do when mm-hmm. you don't know. And we did find a church that we enjoyed shortly before we moved to oh. Shreveport. <laughs> but we learned from that. For us, it was like the next time we ever move, we're joining a church. Yeah. And then we meet some friends. And then if there's some things that we God leads us a different direction mm-hmm. in the church, we can go to a different church. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but so I think it was a little bit for me. And I do remember making myself miserable because mm-hmm. I would, you know, you can get yourself out of that. But yeah. I made myself miserable. Mm-hmm. That was kind of my own doing. And I remember one time saying to Don, he came home from work, and I said, uh, maybe we made a mistake. Because mm-hmm. you got to think back. I mean, I hear I had, you know, I had not, wasn't interested for so long. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I, you know, maybe we missed it. And he looked at me, and he just kind of, kind of looked at, he just kind of grinned and said, well, that's just the enemy. Mm-hmm. 
it's just the enemy and the divorces. That's never even going to be a discussion at our house. And for me, it was like, it was just, okay, that's it. That's yeah. it. I mean, because he nailed, he nailed it. He nailed yeah. what, where that was coming from. Mm -hmm. And it was just not even a, I mean, it, it, he wasn't even hard-nosed about it. It was mm -hmm. just a matter of fact, well, you know, where that's coming from. Yeah. So we're not, that's not going to be an issue with us. And so we talked about it and that was it. And so this never has been an issue. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but I do remember, uh, it was, that was rough. So in overall, yes, it, no, yes, it was, some things were kind of rough, but I think they would be for any first time in marriage, right. you know, but not, not anything that we couldn't overcome. And a lot of it was just kind of battled in my mind. In your head. Yeah. In my head. <laughs> but that, I think that's good that you just kind of deal with that right away. Yes. And not let it linger. Not, well, let's talk about it. And let's, like, you don't want to give no. any room <laughs> for I that. I remember he even kind of, he even kind of laughed, kind of chuckled, yeah. just the enemy. And I thought, well, you're right. <laughs> and so, next problem. Move yeah. On. Next. <laughs> What's first up? Where's my sandwich? <laughs> um, so, How do you keep God in the middle of your marriage? Well, you you got to plug in. You have mm -hmm. to plug into a community mm -hmm. of believers yeah. because you get strength in, in in the community when you're hooked together with others. Because uh, you know everybody's going to have strong moments and everybody's going to have weak moments. Mm -hmm. And in those weak moments, when you're floundering, you have people that you can draw on. Mm -hmm. But you know, the key is to just always, we always prayed our house would be a house of peace mm -hmm. and that the Holy Spirit is always invited and welcome in our house. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when things can be sometimes a little tumultuous, you just stop and just reinvite the presence and, and just keep it centered in your house, you know, and that spills over to others who come in, mm -hmm. spills over to your children. It, it uh, Not that we didn't have tumultuous moments, well, but we, we definitely, did. yeah. Yeah, we've, we've had some, mm -hmm. you know, some ups and downs, you know, through the years, but, you know, anchored in Jesus, just, mm -hmm. it keeps you tethered. Yeah. And you may get buffeted around a little bit, but you're not going to break loose, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, so just having that personal relationship with Jesus to start out, yeah. you know, we both were born again before we got married. Mm -hmm. And so we just kept going. Mm -hmm. We just hooked up and kept going, you know. So from that standpoint, it may be a little easier than, than couples who get married and, and, you know, they're still have some worldly battles they're fighting and then they have to try to fix that and right. the marriage and find Jesus and and we we had Jesus and we were pretty solid when we yeah. got married mm -hmm. and we surrounded ourselves with like-minded people people who also were strong Christians and uh, that that helps you mm -hmm. if you can surround yourself with mm -hmm. the right people then you will glean and learn and draw strength from them and you can give strength back mm -hmm. uh, that's critically important, I think, mm -hmm. especially in this day and time we live in now. Uh, but just for married couples or for children, just to hook up with other kids, friends that 
have the same mindset and the same outlook is is hugely important. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's where we came from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We. I mean, it sounds like goody two shoes to some degree, I guess, but we didn't bring a lot of baggage into the mm -hmm. into um, the marriage, yeah. uh, and I don't mean that from a holier than thou standpoint. Well, because I mean, it's, we just did. There were a lot of the battles we we just I don't know. We just didn't. We well, just didn't have a lot of baggage to bring in, uh -huh. and I only say that now. Maybe it's just for some if someone's listening, the fact that. You know, you really want to think twice. You want to know. I, mean, I, I, was, I do remember in college, and, and I was in the sorority scene and all that sort of stuff, but I always was one that I remember thinking, I don't want to disappoint my father. Mm. And I had a very strong relationship with my parents. And I also remember, I don't want to do anything to disappoint them. It wasn't that I was trying, but, you know, I wasn't perfect by any means. I don't mean that. But it was also a mindset of, you're just aware of your of your father and mm -hmm. secure enough in your father. I want I want to. I never wanted to to get in the way of that. Mm -hmm. Not that we didn't make mistakes. Not that we don't right. still make mistakes, but I think we were just aware of that somewhere along the line. We were taught that. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? And I think because mm -hmm. we both had secure parents, and you know our parents had uh, <laughs> good relationships. Um, well, good it, models. It was modeled for us. It, we were kind of, yeah. we were secure. We were yeah. just secure. And blessed, because and, and that's blessed. not the case for so many right. people. And so, yeah. as a result, it's easy to, you know, it's easy uh, when you're in that type of environment for your home, or you set that up for your children and your family, mm -hmm. it's a whole lot easier to find security in your Heavenly Father. Right. I mean, it's a whole <laughs> lot easier to accept that, to know that, yeah. oh, because it's modeled for you at home. And so, uh, we were very blessed, you know, we, and we Probably don't even didn't even realize it until you're talking about it yeah. now. Or something like years later, like oh, okay. that was really good. <laughs> well, no, I I think that's good because it's for those who are single and wanting to get married, mm -hmm. take advantage of the time, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. and work on those things. Like if you know you have like a tough dating history mm -hmm. past, you know, to, to deal with that, that. yeah, yeah deal with things in your to heart. Deal with it, so take care yeah. of them. And like Don did, well, you just know that was the enemy. Deal with it and yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> so how did kids change your relationship? Like once you started having these babies come in. <laughs> we had them, and we had them close together. Our yeah. boys were close. We had three sons, and they're, they're close together. And I guess we've been married a couple of years. And we had Joseph, our oldest. Mm -hmm. And then 18 months later, we had Paul. And then another 18 months to two years, we had Philip. <laughs> so it... it Things were hectic. I mean, <laughs> yeah. when you have them that close together, that young, and uh, even for two parents, you know, things were hectic. And my my job would kept me very busy, um, so I I worked strange hours sometimes. Mm -hmm. Get home late, you know. So a lot of a lot of the evening chores would fall on Cindy to mm -hmm. for bathing and feeding and all that. Uh, but I mean, I, we enjoyed the heck out of. Out of yeah, our we had a, boy, we've had so much fun with them. Uh, mm -hmm. They're all such unique personalities, and uh, the, as a parent, that was what was kind of cool to me was to see the uniqueness of their personalities develop so young. Mm -hmm. Within the first year, you you could they're all so different, but they're all so much the same at yeah. the same time. And uh, I just 
we just had fun with our kids. I, I had a blast with them. <laughs> Wrestling and getting them all wound up right before bedtime. Was, <laughs> that was my Gosh. favorite trick. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it was. But it, it was it was busy. It um, was. Really, it was, I mean. It did. Of course, obviously, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. I remember coming in one time with the boys and Donner sitting around the kitchen table, and they're all in their underwear eating slurping Cheerios from a bowl. <laughs> and I just looked at them, and I thought, and I just kind of screamed and said, I just turned and walked the other well, way because yeah. I realized I'm all by myself. All the boys, I'm all alone. It was a Saturday morning, it was. <laughs> and we were all in here just banging spoons against the bowl and slurping Cheerios Not or saying whatever. a word. All yeah, we men. were. Well, it's time to eat. It's time to eat. We don't talk, <laughs> right? So we're just sitting around slurping and, and drinking our milk out of the bowls and all this. And the guys were all still in their drawers. I mean, they hadn't gotten dressed yet. It was Saturday morning. <laughs> And we just hear this, ah! <laughs> the scream from down the hallway. We look, and there's Cindy. And she just turns around and walks away. <laughs> and so we all look at each other. And, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? Yeah. So we all jump up and go running back there in our underwear, yeah. which is not what she wanted. Yes. And what's wrong? I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm here all by myself in a house full of men in her underwear eating cereal for breakfast. Get and so she closed the bedroom door and we knew not to open Leave it Leave her alone, yeah. And so. So what was the question again? I, <laughs> that's just one little story. So when you're little, outnumbered, huh? I had a little talk with the boys and we went. We had to get some flowers and make them. Oh, well, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. But it, we, uh. We had a lot of laughter in our house, you know, and that our mm-hmm. kids all have a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we had some ups and downs, but overall, uh, we just, we tried to keep it light yeah. and not heavy. And uh, I think it, it paid off for us because mm-hmm. all the boys still enjoy being mm-hmm. with each okay, other and they still crack awesome. up and have fun and do jokes and laugh. And, and keep up with each other, even though they're living in different cities. They, they yeah. still mm-hmm. keep up with each other. Only, of course, it does a mama's heart. Just, yes. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know how that does a mama's yeah. heart. But uh, but it, it was a lot of work. I mean, uh, it certainly was a lot of work, uh, especially when they started their activities and uh, uh, sports mm-hmm. and practice times and game times and tournaments yes. and the travel and times all of three. that. Yeah. Times yes. <laughs> And they're all on different teams. Let me, let me ask you the question. Yeah. <laughs> can no comment. Oh, you can, do this. <laughs> can y'all speak to, you've kind of been able to go through different seasons as a married couple. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you were without kids at first and then you had the, the kids and now your grandparents mm-hmm. even. So how has your love grown through that time for each other kind of going through all of these things? For me, I think, I mean, I guess we can all do that. Sometimes you, I'll look back and think, oh, Lord, forgive me if I, do, if I took mm-hmm. him for granted. Because mm-hmm. I think I just recognize now what a jewel I have in Don. And I, and I don't think I always recognize that. Mm-hmm. And I think we can always do that with any type of relationship we have. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, we, after that many seasons and that many 41 years in April, married, uh, <laughs> that you realize who, you know, 
coulda, shoulda, woulda. Of course, you can't live that way. You know, you can't live that way. But uh, I think for me, my love is just, uh, it sounds cliche, but it's deeper. And I mean deeper just from a, it's a, it's it's calmer. Does that make sense? Mm, calmer. Mm-hmm more peaceful, more secure, mm-hmm. even though I've always been aware, you know, I've always been secure in Don's love for me and mine for him, but yeah. there's just something different about it now. Just more of a, well, I mean, he's my best friend. And, I, and I'll say that I know a lot of married couples, and women especially, because women like those best friends, you know. <laughs> and uh, I remember someone asked me one time when we first got married, well, who's your best friend? I said, well, Karen. <laughs> and they right. said, wrong answer. It's <laughs> supposed to be your husband. And I thought, well, yeah, but no, because we women like those best mm-hmm. friends. But I can honestly say now he's my best friend. Now yeah. he's he's my best friend. And so uh, for me, that's how. Did that answer the question? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. And after 41 Valentine's Day cards, you know, <laughs> I mean, on, on the one I got her this year, I, I meant what I said in there when I said, I'm so glad you said yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I knew you would. Yeah. Because God, <laughs> but told, I'm glad, you. God I'm, told you. Because God told you. And I mean, I just recognize Cindy's just has class. She's She thinks about other people. She's kind. She has a great sense of humor. All the things that, mm-hmm. you know, just attracted me then, they attract me just as much now. Mm-hmm. And... I like it a lot. <laughs> hey, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're tired. We're tired. <laughs> but we don't move quite as fast as we used to. Right. It's a little different now. <laughs> well, my last question that I've asked everyone this season, and you can come at this from whichever angle you want, but is love worth it? And why or why not? It's definitely worth it because we're not really made to be alone mm-hmm. you know just look at genesis yeah. look at how god created things and when you go through life with someone you love who's on the same page as you are with everything you're so much stronger and you're more able to cope with those storms of life that come mm-hmm. um yeah love is it's priceless. It, it really is priceless. And not to say that a single person is not, doesn't have strength and can handle. Yes. Give me some hope here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what I was yeah. going to say. The fact that like Don mentioned earlier, you know, when you, you want to be in a community, I mean, we weren't, mm-hmm. you weren't meant to do life alone. Mm-hmm. And so when you, you know, as a married couple, yes, it was, yes, it's worth it. You know, but if something was to happen to one of us, we're still not alone. I know that I'm not alone. Donald know that he's not alone. And I'm not talking about just the fact that, you know, the Holy Spirit's with us. I'm not talking right. from that same, but the fact that we have, we purposely poured ourselves into a community mm-hmm. of believers. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it'll be, you know, yes, obviously, you know, the adjustment time, a hurt time, but to know that. No, and love is worth it. Love is worth it with a spouse. Love is worth it with the friendships we've made. Love is worth mm-hmm. the effort to build those friendships, to build those connections with with your spouse, with your community, mm-hmm. because 
you know, things can happen and, and, uh, and you want, you want those people around you? Yeah. So yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. That, that little circle of trust, you mm-hmm. know, and the, whether your spouse is in that circle or it's people you put in that circle mm-hmm. that you allow to speak into your life. Mm-hmm. They allow you to speak into their life. Those, those love relationships, uh, are super super important because mm-hmm. they can really help to keep you grounded yeah mm-hmm. yeah well amen thank you all so much for sharing your your life and your love story with the listeners here um so so much wisdom in what you said and i can feel like the peace in your relationship i think that's beautiful that's it's kind of a crazy world you know uh-huh. so you can it's obvious when you come into the presence of peace because this world is so crazy (laughs) so (laughs) thank you so much for that that, this was great thanks for inviting us we didn't realize we had a love story yes Just because you ran for (laughs) Maybe my story was a little bit longer than I know (laughs) some of that's so romantic do you like, like his? Do you like his flowers now? Because for so long, yeah. Then... <laughs> okay, oh, I'll just think, Lord God, if he sees me another rose, I'm gonna. Oh. I want daisies. Oh no, that was the wrong flower. <laughs> I'm just glad. Maybe I'm glad he didn't give me daisies. Then I got to where I wouldn't like. Then you wouldn't like them all. <laughs> well, thank you so much again, everybody. Thank you for listening, and until next time, bye. bye.